Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of the WIP12 podcast. Um, I'm your host, Head Chime, or Ollie, and uh, today we have a really special episode, actually, um, one that was a bit less planned, but it's something that's quite um, near and dear to me. So um, the topic for today is mental health and wargaming, um, and I'm here with my good friend, um, Ben, who has a lot to say on this topic. Um, yeah, so uh, Ben, why don't you just kind of introduce yourself a little bit and, and we can start the show. Hey, yeah, so uh, my name is Ben. Um, uh, Drew's got to believe sort of on ITS, though we, we I very rarely actually can be bothered to input anything to ITS, um, which is partially due to my uh, crippling fear of my achievements being measured, but also the fact that I'm incredibly lazy. So um, I have um, a massive interest in wargaming, which is why I'm here. Uh, but I've also I've got a massive interest in sort of mental health, mental health awareness, talking about mental health um, and the certain things that I like to cross over in this is kind of one of them. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think it's a really good topic as well because um, when it comes to mental health and wargaming, there are so many different angles you can take. Like you can think about kind of what general wargaming does for mental health on like quite a wide basis and then you can think about how maybe more competitive play might interact with mental health and other aspects of the hobby as well like painting and things so it's definitely something that's been on my list of of topics to go over yeah i mean um for, for me i don't sort of want to go into uh turn this into a bit of a counseling session here mm -hmm. um i've had a very interesting life in parts and i've, mm -hmm. I've generally found sort of wargaming has been a nice little kind of distraction at times mm -hmm. so it does occupy a lot of my thoughts for for, for better and mm -hmm. for good i think i'd like to sort of do a little bit of uh, what i find really useful and also mm -hmm. what i find useful sure um, but but yeah yeah so why don't we start with that kind of broad overview? You know, like, how do you find wargaming and mental health interact, like, on, on the most basic level? On the most, most, most basic level, um, um, probably the theoretical I'd put in, and it's something I like to kind of live my life by, is that the, the sort of five ways of well-being, which is mm -hmm. sort of, I, I initially thought was absolute bullshit when I heard it, but it's, uh, it's kind of a model where they stop looking at um, what people and it was the new economics foundation back in the two eight i think it was mm -hmm. they looked at people who were actually really resilient and seemed mm -hmm. to do really well so people who lived in in sweden who lived in dark their lives mm -hmm. but yet were happy go lucky people um which you know, being rich also helps yeah i'm sure i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've always kind of do things and i've, I've learned uh, there's no you can really do when it comes to sort of with medication with mm -hmm. therapy got to start doing things which you find value in yeah so for me i do a lot of other things i used to do martial arts and climbing mm -hmm. um but wargaming for me it, it kind of i mean five ways of sort of like keeping active which mm -hmm. kind of, if you walk to the gaming club you can find but you know i very rarely, rarely break a sweat well, i gotta say tournaments tournaments are quite exhausting yeah, yeah they are uh, you know, you've got communication, social interaction, which we absolutely get. Um, you've got that sort of uh, learning something new. I love it when CB makes changes. I love it. I love it because it totally challenges everything I know about the game and I have to relearn things and I'm late for work because I'm sat in the toilet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it helps you sort of like um, 
teach people stuff as well. You know, mm-hmm. Pass give your time to other people. And mm-hmm. um, I, when I was really, really unwell one time, I, I, I actually volunteered on Monday nights teaching the various war games, which I knew to school kids. It was freaking amazing. The kids got to go off and leave their kids with me for ages while I taught them sort of mm-hmm. infinity. And um, I've lost count much gone through. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but also, you know, you're giving your time to other people. Um, but but yeah, and it also makes you, it brings you kind of to the moment as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I really struggle living in the moment. My head's an absolute mess a lot of the time. Um, I, 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 I go to bed with thoughts racing through my head, such as if Jeff Bridges is in the first Iron Man movie and, you know, <laughs> the, the fact that, that, that someone calls Thor the Big Lebowski. Who plays the Big Lebowski in the Marvel Universe? Who does it? I need to know, because it's not Jeff Bridges. <laughs> lots and lots of racing thoughts, huh? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, actually, when I'm looking at a board and when I see my deployment zone and when I see my opponent's deployment zone, I'm thinking... What is he? What's he or she going to think? Mm-hmm. What is he going to do? What's the, what are they going to do in the next few turns? What's their plan? What's my mm-hmm. plan? How we can interact? What sort of things have got? Uh, it really kind of brings me to the moment. A very few things yeah. to do that these days. Yeah, I I actually really feel that like um, Infinity to me is you know it's a very complicated game, and I find that there's something quite mindful about playing Infinity. And when I say mindful, I mean the kind of traditional sense of just being in the moment and just playing a game um, rather than anything else. Um, I really enjoy that. It helps me. Um, I think I also am someone that tends to overthink things, um, especially outside of the game, you know, overthinking a lot of things. And we can come onto the topic of TOing and like running events and how that can be, you know, a a big thing if you're an overthinker. Um, But when I'm playing Infinity, I think it operates so much of my brain space. It's, it's really helpful with that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. There's there's also, I mean, I call it Infinity in Mind, um, where what I really love about war games generally, and this is why I, I, Mm. When I've struggled in the past, I've I've often thought a lot about war game systems, about rules interactions, about sort of the fluff. Um, I probably spend like you know one percent of my time actually playing Infinity when I'm interacting with Infinity, because the rest of the time I'm thinking about lists. I'm thinking, yeah. about, you know, like different factions. I'm thinking about what am I going to paint next? Am I ever going to? I'm too scared to start a new a new paint scheme on my Cosmoflot. <laughs> I, I, you know, again, thinking those thoughts like, how does Margot get Jurok to actually get into the plane in the first place? Because he's immune to like any drug, so. <laughs> Do they have like a friend zone situation where she invites him to like a restaurant and then he arrives and it's like an aircraft ganger? And he's oh, like, gosh. Um, you know, <laughs> just occupying my mind, especially when I'm really struggling. And it, it's it's very, very weird because I can, I can get like so unwell. I can barely mm-hmm. string words together, but I can still go on like Army Builder. And I still yeah. feel like I'm doing something. I've got this mm-hmm. infinity in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can really make me feel like I'm... I'm you know, a bit more connected, a bit more part of the universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it keeps you in touch with something that's quite real. And also, I think the other thing is it keeps you in touch with something that's quite social, right? I mean, wargaming is a social hobby, particularly if you're playing it, right? It kind of has to be like you've got opponents, you're talking to people, you're sharing lists, you're doing something in a community. And that's definitely one of the things I most enjoy is that community aspect. Absolutely. And, um, 
you you don't really have to reveal anything about yourself either. Um, and it's it's kind of what I love about any community which I've attached myself to is I can know I can know um, guys and girls for years, and every so often they'll just come out with something about what their life is. I'm just Jesus, I did not know that about you. That's really cool because most of our interactions have, have been around kind of the war game or, or just just chatting. Um, and I think. I think a lot of the the, the sort of like I'm I'm going to do little bunny ears. Ollie can see them. You yeah. can't do this. No, a lot of the normal social interactions you perhaps don't need to worry about too much because mm-hmm. you can just open up with. And I've done it before where I've I've, I've I remember um, working on the wards and meeting a doctor in like the wee hours of the morning and I was just just clicking because we were talking about like Warhammer. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> never met them before in my life and I haven't seen them since. But we. I, I, I was like closer with that person right then than I was most of the people I worked with because yeah. it was a shared thing. Mm-hmm. So you you do get that, and I think uh, why I used to really like, especially when I was I was solo that I perhaps couldn't work or talk to people, I could just rock up to my my sort of local gaming store in Sheffield. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to go to the outpost there, and oh, nice. yeah, and and I I just get my paints out and I just sit and I paint, and people would talk around me, and I'd. In my head, I'd be just like, if you say anything, Ben, they will instantly hate you. <laughs> so I'm just going to be really, really quiet. Um, and and they would get me involved in the discussion. I didn't have to talk about like how much I was struggling or mm. or all my worries. I I just you know just absorb what they were talking about mm-hmm. and, and and just chat. And I think that's that's really nice because yeah. you, you've got this kind of like the social contract with other war gamers that mm-hmm. you don't actually need to reveal an awful lot about yourself. So mm. it's kind of non-judgmental yeah i think there is a large degree of non-judgmentalness to the hobby because you just you know you focus on your painting or your game or whatever and, and that can be really helpful because it's a nice distraction um i do want to raise an interesting topic though because as much okay. as that's an advantage do you think that could also be a disadvantage as well you know that you on the one hand, you have lots of these really like good connections with people, but on the other hand, these might be people that don't really know like what's going on for you. Do you like do you, do you understand how you know that could maybe be problematic sometimes? Yeah, I guess so because I suppose you don't have that sort of the level of information when you're talking. <laughs> A lot of time with with mental health, um, you know, we, we can't read each other's thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I kind of assume psychologists can, but uh, uh, I, I definitely can't. <laughs> it's not not a module. No. So um, you know, we we, we only and I think um, I'm I'm an ex, I'm an ex mental health nurse and and I've done some like CBT practicing. Mm. I actually really enjoyed a lot of CBT because you take everything at face value. But if people don't tell you mm-hmm. what's going on, they don't know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think if you, as you get to know people in person, you you see certain things. I remember talking to someone at the store who, who grew like a massive beard all of a sudden, and we were like, "What's what's going on with the beard, really?" And, and they eventually told us that they were they were quite depressed and they were struggling mm. to trust themselves. And you know, uh, but then we, even then we were like, "Cool." So uh, the new Iron Warrior stuff that looks really good, doesn't it? <laughs> so yeah. yeah. So I think you 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 might not get kind of um, the, the really sort of knowing people so i, I never yeah. know that quality over over sort of that but um yeah, yeah. i think that's, that's a really good good question mm-hmm. just in the comment section well i think it's double-edged isn't it because it it's a very non um what's the right word 
ironically it's non-confrontational right in a very ironic yeah. way right because yeah. the game is what we're doing might be but on an interpersonal level it's not you know you just kind of get together or at least it shouldn't be right? it definitely shouldn't be um but then on another level i think as you've said sometimes it can be really nice to have that deeper connection with someone and be like you know actually like how come you didn't turn up to the club last week are you all right like what's going on do you see yeah. what i mean so um you know upsides and downsides to that definitely I think, though, you, you do run the risk when you... Because I've, I've generally found... It, I've, I've moved cities a lot mm. and then moved... Started many lives a lot, generally, because I've tried to outrun my problems, um, which uh, is not a great way to deal with them, really. So I've, I've generally, when I've, I've moved somewhere, I've looked for a new gaming club. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And on one side, it's a really good basis to kind of start and meet people. But I've, mm. I've, we, we both live in Norfolk yeah. um, it's only really recently that I've, I've sort of felt I've got to know people I've known people yeah. for years here um, but only it feels recently that I've actually got mm. to like properly properly know them and, and you know wonderful people absolutely wonderful people mm-hmm. um, I, I think if you kind of want to play especially a game like Infinity where like uh, interpersonal communication is so essential you yeah. cannot play this game without your opponent so you cannot piss your opponent off <laughs> <laughs> because they could simply just not communicate. So, uh, again, I think it does encourage um, a degree of, of disclosing, of chatting, of interactivity. Yeah. Eventually. And I think also there's in, in Infinity, I'm, I'm doing my tangents here. I apologize. There's a lot of learning to do. And if you get beaten, you've kind of got two options. Well, you've got three. You can go and read what happened <laughs> and maybe bitch about it on the forums. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. I like that a lot. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, you, you, you can either then completely ignore the experience mm-hmm. um, and and just, you know, maybe internalize it, maybe think I'll try my own knowledge to get better. Mm-hmm. You can blame your opponent or the dice. Mm-hmm. I, I love blaming dice, which is weird because I'm like mm-hmm. lucky person alive. <laughs> or you can have a post-battle chat with your opponent. Mm-hmm. And you can talk to them and you can debrief and you can chat and you can interact that way and you can come across having gleaned a little bit of knowledge. So I, I really like that part of it. <laughs> it's a really social activity on some level. Um, and it's social, as you said, in a way that doesn't have to result in you really exposing yourself. And that's so nice. You know, it's really rare for us to go out and be able to spend, you know, literally six nine twelve hours talking to people without actually ever saying anything that we really don't want to say and that's a really special thing about playing war games i think yeah and i think um i'm gonna make a massive sort of generalization here i think generally for men as well i'm i'm very a typical kind of emotionally stunted male born in the 80s brought up on gi joe and reagan era films um (laughs) even after like all the years of, of working within mental health of, of living this, I'm really shit at talking about it. And I, most, most people who I play with who become my, my friends ultimately, um, generally know because I don't turn up to games <laughs> because I'm like really struggling. Yeah. So I have to have that conversation with them saying, like, I probably can't turn up today because, mm-hmm. um, I feel like the, like I'm underwater. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like I'm disconnected from reality and just mm-hmm. floating vibrating at a different frequency to everybody around me mm-hmm. so uh, i just generally can't make it tonight i'm struggling so um 
you know, I, I then kind of break that contract a little bit, but I, I, yeah. I think I probably could go through a long time without talking about my situation. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You guys might not even know my name's Ben. Could be. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, but that flexibility is nice, isn't it? That's it is. that's really important. That flexibility to say as much or as little as you want to say. Um, and you raised something as well on the notes actually to this session, which is it's one of those rare social activities that doesn't have to involve drinking. And that's super important because in our culture, you know, there can be a lot of drinking, particularly if you're younger or, um, or male, like it's actually, you know, typically according to some research can be quite a male like coping strategy. So, um, so it's nice to have a social activity that just doesn't have to involve that at all particularly for people where it might be, you know, a problem or not particularly healthy? Yeah, I mean, the, the, there is an argument. I I, I love drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of, you know, my, I was a teenager during the 90s when they, we had a little bit more of a hedonistic streak. Um, I, 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 I was never very good at talking to people until I had a, mm-hmm. had a drink with me, and then actually I was really good at talking to people. And then it took me a while to realize that I'm actually just really good at talking to people. That's, you know, more <laughs> line um i just chose not to because mm. you know, anxiety but um i've i've actually had a few run-ups to war games and generally it's been times when i've not been drinking much than <laughs> when i've been more involved in them mm-hmm. um and I, I actually started infinity um after it's a, it's a conversation with my ex-wife um that that you know i i, I might have come back at seven o'clock in the morning um, on a Wednesday, <laughs> uh, I may I may have been uh, wearing a slanket around me, pretending to be a Jedi Knight. <laughs> it was one of those those sort of like pat on the end of the bed. We're going to have a conversation. It's a hobby, um, but at the time I was working shifts in a very busy, stressful place, and our work culture was if we'd had a horrible time, which was very common, um, to go out for a drink. So mm-hmm. you'd finish a late shift, it'd been horrible, you go for a drink, all of a sudden it's like seven in the morning. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I ever get my, gave my friend that slank it back. <laughs> so, you know, and, and but it, it was it was quite a destructive thing. So I, I was like, right, I'm going to put more time into into socialising. Yeah. For one, it's really nice. You don't fucking shit the next day. <laughs> um, and you also remember the experience really nicely. And... One thing you kind of struggle to do when you are drinking, especially drinking too much, is retain information. So um, I've known people who have drank for a really long time, and you often have the same conversation with them, or there's mm-hmm. the same pattern to them through the night. Mm-hmm. They'll start playing the same song at the same time. They'll start having the same conversation because you tend not to learn. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you are sober, playing a game that intellectually engages you, that you enjoy, you find stimulating, it ticks through your boxes. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's a really good thing about playing these kind of games. Um, so we've talked about how it's a really social experience, but it doesn't have to go any further than you want it to go. Um, yeah. Talked about how it's an experience that doesn't have to come with um, with alcohol, which is often an advantage for some people. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to add to this kind of general general idea of the game? Um. 
Well, we're going to talk a little bit about organised play, aren't we? Mm, yeah, I think at some point that would be really I'd helpful. Um, I'd like to I'd like to quickly bring up one thing about the game. Is um, someone someone termed this only only last last week? Um, well, actually, there's two things. Actually, the first one I want to talk about is the times in your life when you struggle to do stuff. Mm. Uh, and I think more games been very good for that. Infinity's quite good for that because it's quite a quick game. Yeah, um, I'm I'm a, a, a dad. Um, because I'm a co-parent, when I have my kid, I have them full time, uh, and no matter how much I try, I can't get them into <laughs> into war games unless they have unicorns involved. So, um, what's really nice is about a, a short game like Infinity is the fact that you know it can be played in a few hours, whereas maybe a night out or a day playing football. Um, we we had a friend. We used to have Wednesday night super friends, um, which is where a few of us would go around a friend's house who had uh, big love to Steve. Um, we, we used to go bring terrain around to theirs. Um, they'd use their SMA like milk pots to make sniper <laughs> towers and stuff like that. And their kids would watch TV and we play Infinity. And nice. what was really nice is they, that would be like their least busy, most relaxing, um, as relaxing as a competitive war game can get. Yeah. Um, you know, time of their life um, at that time. So it can be very, very good when you're struggling to do other activities. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That is really nice, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's nice that Infinity is quite a quick game, um, and it's also nice that Infinity can be a very communal thing where you all bring your terrain together, you build a table together. Um, it's quite collaborative, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, I mean, the other the other one is someone, someone mentioned this um, last week. Um, Alex, thanks for this term. He mentioned the second opponent. Mm. Um, when it comes down, was segue into sort of tournament play from this. Um, but sometimes also there's two opponents in every single game that you play. And I really, really kind of like that because when it comes to sort of like alongside of mental health, I think it's really, really good to get to know your thoughts. Yeah. Generally, even if your mental health is the best in the world, even if you're just like, I was going to say Batman, but he's really not well. Even if you're like really quite stoic and, and, and sort of strong. Um, I think it's really kind of good that time to realize what your thoughts are as you're playing and looking at you. I've, I've known a lot of people who played war games and things like it's, it's their kind of things struggling with have manifested through mm -hmm. the game. I, I know I'm the same for that when I, I, I overthink things too much. I spend too long thinking about a million and one outcomes. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've known people who, because of the conflict with with rules and the fact that you're on competition, maybe some more anger issues might have come out. Yeah, yeah. That's been a really nice because it's put you in a position of vulnerability, and mm -hmm. and then get your head around it and think about what's what what you can do next mm -hmm. step. Sort yeah. of like deal with that. I think what you're saying actually on some level is that playing these kinds of games can teach you things about yourself, your personality, maybe what you struggle with and maybe what your strengths are and that's a really important learning experience yeah absolutely mm. um i think you were also saying earlier about this big excitement where infinity whether it's a tournament or rules changes or whatever it gives you something to look forward to you know there's always the next thing with infinity and that might be an event it might be the next list it might be a practice day it might even be the next edition of the game you know it keeps things moving forward. It keeps things fresh. And I think it just gives you something to focus your mind on, especially um, if there's not a lot else going on for you. Absolutely. And I'm going to mention kind of the, the, the C word, but back in COVID times, how, how many of us were 
even before well, before TTS was kind of became a thing. For mm. I love Ram. Thank you so much. You saved us. Um, but but yeah, thinking about I I think I started two armies during COVID, mm. and I, I, it was one of the things that kept me going was the thought that I'm going to put this on the table with a real person. Yeah. And, their hand and, and roll dice and it, it, it's going to happen and I think especially when you you can't see a future which is it's a really and it's, it's one of the most dangerous symptoms of mental health problems isn't necessarily is it was it's the feeling of permanency isn't it that nothing's going to change but if you know something's going to come up something is going to change you've got mm-hmm. something forward to it can, it can be a really powerful tool when you're, yeah you're yeah definitely I think loss of hope is a really um, a really dangerous thing for people, but when you're playing a war game like Infinity, there's just something to be hopeful about. Yeah, and living rule books. I I love games with living rule books because, well, for one, it's generally free, <laughs> but uh, also you, you know if if there's something about a game you don't like, if it was say some other game system, mm-hmm. um, you know it's probably not going to be a change for a very long time. Right, but. With the living rule book, especially one that's got such an involved community, uh, you, you know if something's like a problem mm-hmm. in the game, mm-hmm. and it's not hopeless. No. You, you know, you know, it changes. It might not be next week. It might be next month. It might be next year. Um, but it's such a, a well-developed game that you, you right. know your feedback is being listened to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and you know, it, it, we're working together towards making mm-hmm. it better. That's wonderful. Yeah. Infinity is very much an alive game, and I think that's something I really appreciate about it, actually, is that, as you said, you never quite know when or if something is going to be changed, but things will change, right, to a greater or lesser extent. Um, And that can also keep you really invested with the community, right, because there are things to care about. Um, You were saying just actually a couple of minutes ago about this kind of inevitability of nothing changing and like that's just not true for infinity the game doesn't work like that no it's not an option mm-hmm. um and i think also there's the uh, there's nothing that's useless in infinity mm-hmm. I, I even still take zanji time to time because everything can do something um, you masochist and, you know yeah i know <laughs> but uh but uh, yeah there, there's there's some some factions and some units are definitely better than others. They mm-hmm. definitely are. And I try not to be that guy. Um, but I, I do still, you know, throw down thematics. I still do sort of mm-hmm. throw down that heavy infantry Yu Ching thing because mm-hmm. I, I love to try new things, but I also like to win. Um, mm-hmm. But you do you do have the option every so often of you, you can take something that perhaps isn't doesn't look amazing. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've done it before. Yixing, I think it is the doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it was like one of our guys, Teutonic Knights, was was in in, in the Petra state and in my deployment zone. And I was just like, do you know what? That thing ain't going to get cover. I've got cover. I've got a combi rifle. Let's do this. Um, mm-hmm. And just like drilled holes in a night. And I was, I was like, not bad, Doctor Death. Mm-hmm. Not bad. You know, everything can do something. Even if even if it's just the end of the turn, you slap mm-hmm. on that coordinated order and just put everything in pressing fire. Mm-hmm. You know, everything has has a use. You, you mm-hmm. never feel like there's dud units. Yeah, well, and well, over and above this discussion about dud units, I think there's also a discussion about agency, right? Having power in a game. And Infinity is quite a good game for that. Um, you know, there are certainly things in the game that are problematic and you don't have a, that much agency with. But generally, most of the time in Infinity, you're doing stuff, right? You're declaring AROs or 
or active turn orders or whatever and you get to sometimes feel quite powerful and sometimes things are quite exciting um and that's that's a really nice engaging thing whereas you know obviously with some other war games that maybe lack aros and stuff you're perhaps not making as many choices and you don't feel that you have as much control or agency absolutely and mm-hmm. i've um i've played larger war games i'm not going to go into companies <laughs> uh, but, but several different war games in fact where um you know i've it's been turn one my opponent's gone first and they've just leaf blown me off the board mm-hmm. and then the next game and this is probably in a tournament actually because they're really smart in the tournament um the next game i've done the same to my opponent mm-hmm. and i haven't enjoyed either games we yeah. we ran our local meta we ran um, a very quick and fast tournament i think it's only like like 14 of us wasn't there um but every, I, I lost two out of three games, but I didn't. I enjoyed every single game so yeah. much because yeah. they were so so close. I lost one game because I for, I forgot to to leave someone touching the objective, and that was it. Oh, and that I was sucks! Like, oh, come on! <laughs> but it, it's like I enjoyed every. I lost, and I I, I didn't. I didn't get mid table obscurity, mm-hmm. but I, I really enjoyed all the games because I was like, well, I felt I'd done everything I possibly could, yeah. and I felt this game has given me the opportunity to do that mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. The or the agency, if you like. Yeah, absolutely. I think Infinity is generally a really good game for that. Um, it's not flawless, but most of the time it does a really good job, and I I like that about it. Um, what about when it comes to you know going to events or tournaments and things like that? I mean, how do you think that helps with mental health? <laughs> I um I I always put personally I put tournaments up pretty high um mm-hmm. i'm 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 almost terrified of achieving as i am of of, of you know failing um i've <laughs> i've i've been like a yellow belt taekwondo for for, for years because i just keep on like talking myself out of going to gradings i should be like i'll be on now um but i always did it and watch other people going past because i'm, I'm just i'm terrified of, of going through infinity's a I, I find it's pretty good one um because you always you're always going to learn something at a tournament. So if you go into the mindset that you're going to lose every single game, yeah. you will walk away being a better player. Mm-hmm. Um, that's absolutely, and it's it's been one of the consensus, um, especially list, listening to to other players who are kind of experts in factions. Um, one of the things that's been said quite nicely is about, about how good TTS was because you can <laughs> play. Um, some of the, the best players in, yeah. in the globe. I could throw yeah. down myself. I could throw down like Lobo, someone yeah. like, and, and I could get my ass handed to me but i will walk away having learned something mm-hmm. um so once you kind of get yourself into that ha- that headspace i find mm-hmm. you do really really well with tournaments yeah. yeah um how i fall down at tournaments is i'm really disorganized mm. um i've i've lost a lot of games because my list has been absolutely sound and the way i've been playing has been absolutely sound in mm-hmm. killing everything um you know i've i've, I've tried one thing gone no let's be adaptive i've tried something else generally gluing stuff together because um my, my default when i don't know what to do is take 012 <laughs> and then um i've just i haven't like i've just forgotten what the mission was yeah yeah <laughs> and um that's a lot of time that's with with anxiety is um this is what i'm talking about like general your anxiety your level of stress your cognition shrinks you know mm-hmm. you, you you think of less words your ability to problem solve shrinks yeah especially if you're tired and dehydrated yeah i feel this absolutely or yeah. in pain you know back pain hey for those of us getting a bit older 
Yeah, yeah, guys, like yeah. hydrate, look yeah. after yourself, take the electrolytes, yeah. don't drink the night before. It may be better <laughs> buy it. So you, you kind of, I don't know, you have to get organized. And yeah. when I, I used to play War Machine and I used to play a lot of factions, which mm-hmm. were very powerful, they had synergy. And I literally had, um, like when I was really struggling with mental health, I'd have post-its in an order. And I'd when I'd done something a turn, I'd rip off the post-it and move it to the next side. Mm-hmm. And then the next turn, I'd rip it off and move it to the next side. So that way, I'd have an order in my head about what I need to do. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, yeah. that's really smart. I think Infinity tournaments and events are really nice because um everyone gets together and there's like that celebration of the game that's how i see those day those days out um and there can be a lot of bonding but also at the same time it is a difficult game as you said and if you are feeling a bit stressed or a bit anxious one of the disadvantages of infinity i think sometimes is you know, you can get to a table and you can forget to do something. And sometimes I think if you're not in the best headspace, it can be quite easy to come away from the game and, and feel a bit bad about it. Um, I don't know if you've ever experienced that. I know I certainly have. Um, so I think it's really interesting from a mental health perspective, like how your attitude can shape how you see a game. Absolutely. I mean, um, Infinity... You, you can I, I i really quite i could be quite a fluid thinker mm-hmm. um and i can almost have i can build like a, a flow chart of what i'm going to do over the, if, if the next few minutes of how to um you know unscrew a situation um but when you don't have that but with infinity is <laughs> you can make catastrophic mistakes yeah yeah you can you, you can you can win a game in, in mm-hmm. an order but you can also lose one quite quickly and yeah. coming back from that especially when you're you've got that second opponent who's mm-hmm. You might be thinking, what can I do next? But then you're also thinking, you're a fucking loser. You know, <laughs> and you're like, shut up, could you just leave me for a moment? Because, you know, can we do, can we just, just deal with this situation? It can be really, really difficult. It um, can be. But I've, I've generally found, like, I've done it before in tournaments um, and in general games where I've just like, do you know what? I'm just going to step back five minutes. And yeah, yeah. Nine out of ten opponents are absolutely fine with that. And it, yeah. might be, it might be a stealth one when I'm like, I'll take a breath and I'm like, I need a wee. And do you want a drink? So I've just bought myself five minutes there. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I, I swear, like, my, most local gaming clubs during tournament days will be serving people who are just staring through them, just, <laughs> just trying to think about what their next move is yeah. as, as they, like, frantically grab, like, a can of Coke or a coffee. I feel so, exactly that, though. I do the same thing. You know, if I if I catch myself in a bad headspace and feeling a little bit demotivated, I will often say to my opponent, like, can I just have a minute to think, please? Um yeah. And people are really nice about that, particularly in a game like Infinity, where there's a lot to think about. It seems completely normal to ask to have that space. Um, yeah, so so it's it's a question of attitude a little bit, isn't it? Because you said a couple of minutes ago that one of the nicest things is to feel like you made meaningful moves and that you got to learn something. Um, and that's so important, you know, even if you lose a game of infinity, you can still come away having learned something. But then on the other hand, if you don't take that time out to get your attitude in the right place, you can often think, oh, you know, wasn't it so silly that I didn't spend this order in the right way and I didn't shoot that unit and, and stuff like that. So it can be, um, contextual. Do you think that's the right word? Like contextual or something? 
Absolutely. I think I think if you are prone to if you're prone to what I call time travel, uh, quite quite often if, if you're feeling low, you think about things that have just happened. Quite often mm. when you're feeling quite anxious, think about things which are, are going to happen. We all mm. become time lords. Um, you know, be more dog. Mm-hmm. Be just like you know, hey, I'm having a great time. I'm here. What can I do now? Yeah, yeah. Do you think that's the antidote to this? To just be more focused, like on the game itself, and to not worry about all of the last orders or the future orders and things like that. Absolutely. I mean, like, no, no, no plan survives a punch in the face, does it? You know, sometimes you just have those. But I've done, I've done it so many times, Ollie. And there's um, one of the guys in our in our meta is very quick to point this out. They're just like, you could have just won that game. Yeah. Why did you just not do that? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, because I, in my head, I've lost it. Mm. And mm-hmm. Infinity's not a game that's actually easy to lose. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it's. It, well, it is, but there's always something you can do. And it is and it isn't, yeah. 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 I mean, remember one of the best games I ever had was, um, I, I, I think I was, uh, it was Rescue or something like that, and I was, I was down to like three Zanshi, um, and they were basically, they lost a lieutenant on, they were falling back. Um, but I was doing like coordinated orders with them, kind of passing the sort of civilian between them. Uh, and they were literally running backwards, holding the civilian's head down, just firing wild. And I won the game because of that. Like, like having no guys left. It's like, you know, it was like the Arnold Rimmer kind of approach of just like <laughs> full casualties, but we won. Um, and it was still, it was it was a good game. But I, I, I find if you enter this, 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 this state of I have lost, there's yeah. nothing I can do. Um, mm. You know, you are, you are your other opponent. You are the second opponent. You and are. It makes you less likely to win. It does. It does. So you've got to be careful about that. But you're absolutely right that you can approach Infinity with a lot of positive mental attitude because people legitimately win games on the last order of turn three. It does happen. Um, And I think that's such a nice thing for a tournament game to teach people that you know, it is completely okay to make mistakes and screw up, but you can still play a good game. And actually, if you keep concentrating and you keep calm, you might actually still win anyway. That's that's a really important thing. Yeah, and it is nice talking to because I've been playing for ten years. I'm not a, I'm not a good player, especially um, for a lot of reasons. My my sort of hypo attention doesn't help and I, I don't fixate on a faction mm-hmm. i know there's people like like yourself ollie and uh, other guys who are very much like the kensai the sword mm-hmm. saying they'll, they'll take one faction and they will learn it i'm i'm on like 20 factions now um <laughs> you know I've, I've i've got to the point where i can probably do okay with you ching and mm-hmm. then when i'm out and i i'd really <laughs> i did a really bad a couple of months so i was just like i'm just gonna buy cosmo uh and i've just bought mm-hmm. a lot of the floor and you know what i should do is just keep on working with you ching or combined mm-hmm. or Drews or whatever i should do so i really struggle to do that but what's really nice is seeing people have only played for a year or so and their their ITS, its rankings are amazing yeah and there's yeah. something they're doing, and it's not straight up experience there. It's it's obviously not a thing. It's not a case of like you know, it's it's not happened with time. Mm-hmm. It's happened with effort. Yeah. It's happened with their headspace being in the right place. Yeah. And more importantly, and this is what I struggle with: their willingness to learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I really like that about war games in general. Like, if I I believe if you want to, if you want to make it and do well at things, you have to be willing to be wrong. Yes. Um, if you're not willing to be wrong, you won't learn. Yeah. Um, and and that has 
a really big impact on mental health in a positive way. I know that sounds weird, but I think it's positive okay. because it just it opens you up to this idea that actually um, you can learn new things and maybe not everything is lost. Absolutely. And, and I, I always kind of remind myself so often, like cell by cell, even your bones are different, like every seven years. You know, you live a regeneratory fast. Um, but like all of you, like the person who you were seven years ago is gone. They're dead. Sorry. Um, which is either a really grim thought or like a really good one. You know, you're just like, I, I'm always changing. I can't not change. But you have to accept the fact that I, I sound I sound really kind of, I don't know, very hippie-like, but you have no. to let change into your heart. But you, you really do have to you accept do. that. And you have to look at where you are and feel uncomfortable with where you, you are do. and say, okay, I thought I was a good player. I felt really good at this. I'm not as good as I thought. Yeah, um, absolutely. But I can be better. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's also, it's a willingness thing, isn't it? Yeah. I think that word's so important, willingness. Um, I have seen people really quickly bounce off infinity, right? Because they're not willing to be wrong necessarily and they get quite disheartened that perhaps they're not winning games or perhaps they're criticizing themselves for not spending their orders the right way. Whereas I see the exact opposite sometimes where people are willing to be mistaken to do the wrong thing and they kind of get into infinity a lot and it really helps them and it teaches them about life and the game and all of this kind of stuff because they learned that stuff changes and you will screw up and you don't know everything, frankly. And that's, you know, that's an important thing to realize. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to bounce. I'm going to a question to you. If that's all right. All right. Yeah, go for it. Other side of tournaments. What, okay. What's it? What's it like? Um, running tournaments you? is a nightmare. Um, <laughs> I'm too scared to do it. I've, I've I, helped those before. Um, yeah. I think I'm kind of being serious and joking at the same time. Yeah. I think running a tournament actually is very easy, but it depends on how much you worry about things, and and that's definitely. You know, my experience of being quite an anxious person is that I try to preempt and fix everything. Um, so when I'm running IGL with the other folks that run it or I'm helping with the local events or whatever, I find that quite stressful, particularly from a mental health perspective, because, you know, maybe, you know, a ruling comes up and you don't immediately know the answer and you know that you perhaps have to disappoint someone right because it might be a yes or no question um so i've struggled with that a lot then again i think on the other hand running events can be quite nice because you see people having fun and you see people having fun despite things not being perfect um that's something that has taught me to be a much calmer person than I was initially, you know, that something can be flawed and things can go wrong, but it's still fine. Um, so it's a mixed bag running events, but I generally enjoy it. I, you know, I run a lot of events now. Um, and yeah, I, w I would recommend it to people, but there are a couple of things to watch out for. That I'm always happy to talk about. Yeah. Um, no, it, it, it sounds really wonderful. And I, I kind of like the idea of, of, of being on the, from the outside in. I've, I've run, um, we used to do a lot of volunteering for Spartan Games. And I remember running a, week, a full weekend tournament at um, UK Games Expo. And it was it was really nice. But like we got to the end of the day and people still wanted to play just casual games. And I, I, mm -hmm. fell, I fell asleep with a beer in my hand. Like <laughs> I, was, I was so absolutely mm -hmm. exhausted. And, and you, yeah. you, you're up. Especially it was also a relatively newer game system as well. So people would often 
turn to you, but watching people like meet each other and and also and you get yeah. to see funny like shenanigans they do as yeah. well. You get to see some people again. You're just like, yeah, I'm going to steal that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to use that one in the future. I really enjoy a lot of toing. I really do. Like, I always joke with people that it's a nightmare and it's really hard, but secretly the reason that i keep doing it is because it's great you know you watch people playing good games you realize that you know this is worth investing time and effort and and energy into because it generally brings joy into people's lives and that's really important to me that's you know that's what i take out of a lot of running igl and doing these other events yeah i've never been very good um when I've been new to a game system entering a tournament, which mm-hmm. um, to anyone who's never, who's very new to Infinity and you're concerned about going to a tournament, do it. Just do it. Just do it now. Just go and find the closest one to you mm-hmm. because it's a wonderful way to learn and people yeah. agree with yeah, it. I've always been a bit scared to do it and I think I've kind of gone past my best before date, before I started doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is wonderful seeing seeing new players and, mm-hmm. and seeing them bring things. And, mm-hmm. and seeing them. I really love when people bring almost like, the box force you know when yeah. people have obviously bought like the code one and they're they're, they're just putting down like whatever you mm-hmm. get for whatever you get for youtube yeah. and it's like I've, I've done it before i i won a game not in infinity again this was in um it's one of my, my proudest tournament moments is playing dystopian wars i won mm-hmm. a, a tournament with the, the exact box set you get for one of that <laughs> and i was just like it's a good game you can do that and i love to see people do that and i love to see people bring different mm-hmm. stuff Mm-hmm. And, you know, especially if they bring something which I would never in a million years take. Yeah. And yeah. absolutely throat punches everybody. Mm-hmm. I, I, really, I really enjoy seeing that as well. Um, and I think that can be such an encouraging thing, can't it? If you see someone doing well with a list that maybe you haven't thought about using units that you haven't used before and you just think, this is great, isn't it? Because it just goes to show that um, that I can keep learning and that... Uh, what's the right way of putting this? That sometimes you can get lazy and you can think, well, you know, I know hack tiles are good, so I'm just going to throw it in every list and that's it. And you get stuck in this kind of monotonous rhythm and it's not very fun. Um, And then your expectations get challenged. Like maybe you see someone else's list online or maybe you go to an event yourself and you see someone else doing really well with something else. Um, And you have that sudden spark of, of optimism of hope and of curiosity and you're like actually isn't that interesting because i always thought x thing but that's not true maybe y is true instead yeah and it's it's true and it can be really fun to do i remember i i often steal stuff from from drakenfutter from from gaz and sheffield mm-hmm. i accidentally steal his paper schemes i see them just simulate my brain but um it, he for, for many 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 years he, even when they weren't that great he loved tags Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really nice seeing someone because of course tags are just like god tier at the moment tags are cool um, yeah so and that's the thing they're really mm-hmm. cool aren't they that's mm-hmm. the best thing about them but he 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 um he sort of showed me lists before and i'm like can you take three tags can you you can take three tags you're allowed to and I'm, it's, it's almost like do i have permission to take something which no one takes yeah absolutely um, and i actually I, I stole and adapted one of his lists uh freaking amazing it was i was just like oh my god this is so good mm-hmm. and it's it's just you never want want to do it and yeah um I, i'm not sure i'm going to do my uh my quad tag on its list uh, i'm still build, building up the the sort of you can you can do the because you can have two harris now so oh. you, you can yeah, so you I can saw, have two, um, two fire teams of Xenodrons. 
just running oh, around. kind of gross. I, I yeah, saw a similar so thing. Um, yeah, I, I really want to do it. Oh, which which nomads faction can take uh, the little ones, geckos? Geckos. Um, oh, I can't remember. Is it Kregador or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Craigador, it's everything. I'm not salty. No, I saw a list the other day that had like three geckos or something like that, and it just looked really yeah. funny. They're um, Why Yeah, not? really funny. Um, yeah, I think, you know, one of the things that I really like about Infinity is that um, I play a lot of high-level Infinity, and I do think that the kind of tier one, like, top table game can get a bit stale sometimes, but the kind of mid-level, like, tier two Infinity game is really, really interesting and fun. Like, there's so much that's viable if you're willing to go to an event and maybe just lose like a couple of games right um and i really really like infinity for that i think it's so good because if you're good with something um even if it's like quite off meta and a bit strange i think you can still do like remarkably well with it and i love that i think it's so good and i think it's really important from a mental health perspective as well because you get to kind of express yourself and like Sure, maybe the dude running the Unknown Ranger and Two Bears still beats you, but you could still go 3-1 and like get a really respectable good finish. And that's nice. I love that. I, I do like, because I often, I often project. Um, what, I mean, one of the things I do love about Infinity um, is the fact that you can have one character or one unit and that can be the hero. Mm-hmm. And you tend not to get them. The other game I played for a while is... Um, Horus Heresy, and generally it's it's really good. You generally get like one hero, but it's really easy to beat like a Primarch because all you do is just bog them down. I used to play like word bearers who pretty much don't take psychology tests, so I'd be like, well, that's just death on legs over there. So I'm just going to swamp it in bodies for five turns, and I can do that. And like that thing never didn't get to do that. Whereas in Infinity. You can have someone like the Lone Ranger, Lone Ranger or Joan of Arc or, or Wow Bill or, or like <laughs> anybody potentially can be can have a moment of, of, of heroism. Yeah, absolutely. You can, see, can see a chink, can see like a little space mm-hmm. in your opponent's lines and just go on an absolute murderous rampage <laughs> or or high five the, the, the buttons and you know, anybody can do that. And yeah. any unit can do that. And you can you can kind of I don't know, I get a bit defensive with my characters. I, I don't mm-hmm. like my characters to die, especially no. ones who you consider, you know, you, you know your bear's going to die. It's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. Well, it Scarface. should happen. Um, yeah, they deserve it. Die. I, I love Scarface. Um, I just, you know, from talking to you and thinking a lot about Infinity, I think one of the things for me, like, is that I just kind of find most Infinity, most of the time, like, fun. You know, yeah. fun and good. And I'm playing it with people that I enjoy. Sorry, I'm playing with people that I like, and it's a game that I enjoy. And yeah. I don't know, that's, you know, it's been really important to me. So important that I've probably played for maybe eight or nine years now or something like that. Wow, um, hard veteran. Yeah. Eight, seven, eight? <laughs> about eight. Yeah, ish. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Anything else that you're thinking of to add? Um... No, no. I, I, I mean, I just hope kind of listeners might have got something a little bit for mm. that. I, yeah. I'm, I overthink absolutely everything. So. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> I, I, we generally thought this would like me and Ollie thought this would be quite useful because you know mm-hmm. I, I think because we've got that background, we often put frameworks into into mm-hmm. things. Um, but it's it's just been it's been a hell of a ride, and I'm watching a company like CB do really really well. From oh, so nice. It, yeah. I don't. Know, it feels more like grassroots. Feels more like homegrown. Yeah. You know, 
feels like I'm I'm contributing towards something and you know seeing seeing a game grow from being mm-hmm. like one of two one of two or three people in a massive mm-hmm. group who, who bought it. I remember I remember like I bought like the Yuching box set, the really old one, which is when we used to have GSA. <laughs> Back then, I remember Back that. Then, yeah, you know, yeah. With a tiny, tiny uh, Shanxi, <laughs> and um, I remember waiting like 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 two months for it to arrive <laughs> because like the suppliers were just like you can't get it. There's no no point in me getting it just for you. And and now going for a point where I can just walk into town and there's like two shops in in my city alone mm-hmm. which kind of sell it, or mm-hmm. I can chat to people. And I I I'm big into like, heavy metal, and there's a, there's a big thing of like. Um, the battle vest so people wear patches mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm now putting my patches on on, on my battle vest i'm nice. wearing I've got like half my like metal stuff and then the other half is like all, all my like blue wolf patches and, and what i'll build That's cool. and, and you occasionally see people who play other game systems and you, you're just like the emperor protects yeah and it's it's kind of getting like that now as, as a community I'm, I'm i'm seeing my people out there and, yeah and that, that's really quite wonderful i think if i had to give give two pieces of advice to people you know when it comes to like mental health and wargaming is that first thing is you know be a community like be there for each other um and i don't necessarily mean you know you have to know like everyone's intimate secrets and like what's going on i don't mean that at all but i just mean like just go and play you know be available just be be a presence um you know a friendly presence that's enough sometimes and the second thing is um it's really important to just let people have their fun, you know? Um, and I, I'm saying this because I spend a lot of time interacting with tournament players where sometimes it becomes quite miserable, right? Cause you're just thinking about like, what is the best list I can possibly take? Um, and occasionally I think the opposite to that, I think, you know, why don't we just take a step back and we just let people have fun um, yeah. and just play a normal game where we roll dice and we feel agency and, and empowered. And we're not just saying, hey, you know, the default list is, you know, as Salamandra, Two Morans, Jazz and Billy, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, I, I think those are the two most important things to me. Yeah. No, I, I, re- I yeah, I really like that. And I think I say we're keeping in touch with people. I, I've noticed one of the, there's, there's someone in our community does that. I think when he knows I'm struggling, he like asks my opinion and he'll like send mm-hmm. me lists. And I'm yeah. like, I know what you're doing. I know what you're yeah. doing. And I, I love you for it, man. Because I, I feel a little bit more involved. I feel a little bit more more connected. Just chatting about it. Is yeah. Yeah. Just chatting about the game is a really powerful thing. Yeah. Um, I know none of us get work done when there's changes on Army Builders. No, 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 I, no lose, I, I lose yeah. a day. I, I yeah. Honestly, when there's an update, I actually lose a day. Um, yeah. And then if there's anything to be FAQ'd, I lose another day. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it is simultaneously something I very much enjoy and find harrowing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's great, though. It's really good. Um. Well, I think we're maybe nearing the end of our chat. Uh, is there anything else that you'd like to add, Ben, or are you feeling pretty good for this one? No, I'm feeling pretty good. It's, nice. it's been nice, nice to talk about. Like I yeah. say, I, I hope people find this a, a little bit, a little bit useful. And I think it's nice to remind us why why we're doing it. But yeah, uh, yeah. cool. Well, um, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm really glad that we actually did this episode because, you know, it is something that's very important to me and I know it's very important to you and I think it's it's kind of a big deal, actually. So, so yeah, thank you. Yeah, 
Well, um, with that, that's the end of another WIP12 episode. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it, listeners, and I will speak to you next time. See you. Bye. Take care.